Folks, what an incredible night. I, I can't tell you. I could barely sleep last night. I was so excited. We did an emergency one after dark last night just because I was literally bouncing at how uh, busting, as George Costanza would say. Jerry, I'm busting. It's just beyond exciting. And uh, I'm going to walk you through why this is good. Why, the by the way, the, the media is playing this down. This is very bad news for Rhode Island Governor Dan McKee. It's also... Horrendous news for former Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. Folks, what a day to celebrate. It's too bad Juan has so much to do. Otherwise, I'd be in, uh, this is this is fourth, fourth drink territory, for crying out loud. This portion of the program on this glorious Wednesday is brought to you by Henry Oil. Make them your provider. Good afternoon to Carmine, everyone serving Rhode Island since 1947. Call Henry Oil today, 401 401- Five two one zero two hundred four zero one five two one zero two hundred Henry Oil online at henryoil.com residential commercial fuel oil delivery. Listen, I received an email from um, Ken that said, "But Juan, I already have a company I get oil from." I said, "Switch, make the switch. Go with Henry Oil service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery." Henry Oil four zero one. Five two one zero two hundred. Good afternoon to everybody tuning in on Facebook Live. Uh, we do the, the midday report. Sorry, we had a little glitch yesterday. We are back today. Please share that you're watching. Click the like button. Folks, the people are speaking up. The parents won last night. The parents won last night. I'm going to break out. And, and the, the unions, the Democrat Party, the progressives lost. And they are, they're in, they're on the run. Uh, <clears throat> But let me just mention, folks, the website, of course, to Petro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakening. Stop in and see them. There's one near you. Uh, delicious menu, fresh ingredients. They have the drive through Johnston. There's a Brood Awakenings near you. The Brood Difference, locally owned since 1997. Our friend Dave at Brood Awakenings. Cozy environment, Providence location, full-service bar, Warwick location, Baltimore Road, full-service bar. Uh, also have the Johnston location. Stop it and see them at Brood Awakenings. And you can also order online, but it's delicious food. Well, folks, and again, good afternoon to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. But what an incredible night. And I'm, I got to admit, I'm actually enjoying reading. I love the headline in the Drudge Report, <coughs> excuse me, at the top of the Drudge Report that basically says, um, Yunkins, Virginia win, jolts Democrat race. Now, it's tight in New Jersey. Dark night of the Dems. Party in panic after loss. Now, New Jersey hangs by a thread. I don't know what's going to happen with that, other than that was supposed to be a blowout. The Virginia race, let me explain the significance of the Virginia Virginia race, the race, excuse me. And this governor, the new governor there, Glenn Yolkin, first time running, very successful businessman, by the way. Um, Folks, it was education that decided this education decided it. how nervous are the democrat party how nervous is the democrat party uh randy weingarten who is the head of the teachers union <clears throat> the woman that single-handedly if you don't like if you feel providence school system underperforms which it does when socket school department is not what what it, what it could be no one's going to argue there with the test scores Pawtucket, Warwick Cranston, that woman, that's who they brought out. Terry McAuliffe. Talk about tone deaf on the final night. Because, folks, parents are engaged for the, for the election for next year. The last thing they want is for you to be engaged. The last thing they want, whether it's Rhode Island or Virginia or Massachusetts, they don't want parents paying attention to education. <clears throat> I'm going to say this now. The public school system in Rhode Island has Failed. It's a failed experiment. Failed experiment. The whole thing needs to be reworked. It's never going to be revamped under this administration. Governor McKee, I believe Governor McKee is in trouble, and I'll tell you why. Number one, very unpopular president. Biden is going down in flames. Sleepy Joe, you know, last night at the uh, Yunkin uh, headquarter rally when the crowd is chanting, let's go, Brandon, that's going to be the chant. For 2022, let's go, Brandon. <clears throat> you have a very unpopular president. Let's talk about Governor McKee. First of all, not not exactly, you know, a spring chicken, number one. Number two, 
his time is, is actually bad because he's going to be seen as the incumbent. He's the one doing the mask mandate. He's the one doing the mandates. As much as now they're trying to say, <clears throat> in Governor McKee yesterday, I attended his briefing, if you want to call it that. They have uh, some people kind of run out the clock. They like to basically just say, you know, let's call on this one and this one. And it's all, it's people that are non-journalist, uh, inconsequential, just go with the party line. Plus, Governor McKee has that lieutenant governor up there, Sabina Matos. I'm going to be the first one. The media gives her a free pass. I'm telling you right now, folks, on this show, on the John DePietro show, radio or online or on Facebook, we are not giving her a free pass. Well, you can't criticize her. She's a Latina woman. B.S. She brings nothing to the table. Zero. And you have to sit there. Hello, Governor. Good afternoon. Oh, shut up with that. Why is she even there? The McKee Matos administration. Number one, she agreed and voiced approval to defund the police. That's your lieutenant governor. That's who he chose. He can't run away from it. Defund the police lost in Minneapolis last night. We've had it with this Black Lives Matter crowd. Black Lives Matter. And believe me, around here, they have their defenders. Notice the cackle will never go after BLM. Who's the only person in local media that will criticize and go toe-to-toe with Black Lives Matter? That's right. It is Juan, the chosen one, the one and only. This is where truth lives. DePetro.com, where truth lives. Real news for adults, real people. McKee is in trouble. High gas prices. Also... His fundraising took a beating. Also, his lieutenant governor does nothing to help him in the suburbs. I am so sick of Providence falsifying and deciding all the elections. The parents won last night. So how panicked are they? Well, teachers unions, of course, had to jump on the radio with the cackle this morning, where they're still denying critical race theory, still in denial over critical race theory. Someone sending me a message. Who do you think will win the New Jersey's governor's race? Listen, it's all about the votes. The, the election has already been decided. It shouldn't even be this close. Biden won New Jersey by 16 points. Biden won Virginia by 10 points. These aren't even supposed to be close. I like last night, and I played some of it last hour. We're going to play some of the sound coming up. Democrat bloodbath. Party in panic after loss. And the best part about this, folks, is it absolutely destroys this spending project. Biden's not going to get the votes for that. You have people. Listen, this whole thing is coming crashing down. The, the Bernie Sanders AOC progressive agenda crashing down. You know, Ramundo, Queena, she looked wise when she jumped on. Excuse me, as Commerce Secretary, not so much now. Now you don't want to be listed as part of the Biden administration. In for a penny, in for a pound. No way. Last night, you know, all they were saying, incumbents, no one wants to deal. Look at Rhode Island with the closed schools, the stupid mask mandate for the kids. And now they're pushing, oh, you know, everyone, now the kids can get the vaccine. When does this end? They are tone deaf. You know, uh, this morning I was on a conference call, big project that we're working on, so I didn't get a chance to hear it. But uh, apparently the cackle and the teachers union are still trying to argue that critical race theory is not being taught in the schools. And, And what's just pathetic about it is how do you even have a conversation with someone connected with education, especially Providence? 95%. Of the students in the city of Providence cannot do the work at grade level in English. 95%. What does that mean? It means fourth graders, eighth graders, and also 11th uh, sophomores, 10th grade. 95% can't do the work of a fourth grader, of an eighth grader, or a 10th grader. And, and it's off the chart on how many can actually perform math. Completely broken system. And what is Governor McKee going to do? Well, we're going we're gonna to give the new education commissioner 
Infante Green, who has never denied critical race theory in the Rhode Island schools. We're going to give her a new contract. What is wrong with these people? They are tone deaf. The Rhode Island Republican Party has a golden opportunity right now to seize on the momentum here. I don't know if they have the resources or the wherewithal to pull it off. I'm not convinced of that, all due respect, but I'm not if we're going to deal in reality. But folks, where does this leave? Nancy Pelosi is out next year. The people are taking back the country. Biden is in free fall. He's not getting his stupid spending package. The days of, you know, and Governor McKee is like Santa Claus. He's walking around everywhere with all this stimulus money. By the way, that's our money. They act like they just printed it in the blanking basement at the state house. It's still our money. That's taxpayer money that they're just spreading all over the place. Right? Like drunken sailors giving out contracts here. Oh, we're going to do $5 million for more homeless shelters so the homeless don't have to find jobs. And we're going to throw more money at illegals and refugees. And we're going to fly more Haitians in. Time blanking out. We've had it. You know, how comical is it that Raimondo is part of the Biden administration, which is going down in defeat. They fail. Terry McAuliffe, that famous quote. And by the way, you hear it locally. You hear it here in Rhode Island. The cackle says it. The teachers union say it. Parents have no right to be involved in schools. Wrong. Parents spoke up last night. Governor McKee, well, you know, the unions, uh, they only want to work four hours a day. Wrong. Teachers in charter schools work longer days. Teachers in private schools work longer days. Well, you know, we want to get away from the gender and, and uh, immigration status is not important. Wrong, wrong, wrong. And folks, the poster child for everything wrong is North Kingstown. North Kingstown, where young men were basically pressured by a coach slash teacher 14 years old, 15 years old, to strip naked in front of them. Everyone knew no one did anything. School committee knew. Superintendent knew. Principal knew. Other coaches knew. And what's the the top book they push in the North Kingstown School Library? Whatever it is, gender queer or gender something or... You know, it's, it's very natural for two 15-year-old boys to want to experiment. Or in North Kingstown, they were telling the, the students, you know, it's very natural that young men may want to be naked around grown coaches. I mean, folks, they're so out of whack with what's going on. And you know what else? Yesterday, now I did attend, attend that McKee press briefing, and I wanted to ask Governor McKee, but I hate the way they did that. I don't even want to call them press briefings, right? Let's have, and oh, this one's going to ask it. You got five seconds. And then they just drone on and, and run out the clock. I wanted to ask Governor McKee, all due respect, you're a former basketball coach. You're, you're a parent. What is your reaction that in North Kingstown, everyone stood by as the coach slash AV video teacher made young players strip naked and get in a closet with him. What's your reaction to that? Folks, never mentioned. Never did he say, and by the way, that's wrong what's going on there. The parents have a right to be upset. You know, where was that message? As governor of Rhode Island, I want to speak to the parents and the students. And I want to tell the students, if, if some coach slash teacher, whoever, some adult, connected with the schools, wants you to go in a broom closet with them and strip down, I want you to contact our office because we're going to fire them like that. Folks, notice like the union, the cackle, running interference. See, the union, according to the parents I've spoken to, they couldn't fire the guy because they're trying to say in Rhode Island, see, it's not against the law for a grown man who's a teacher slash coach to have a 14-year-old boy get in a closet with him and make the kid strip naked. Uh, how is that? What like what is wrong with these people? We're, we're not Rhode Island. We're becoming like a foreign island. 
We're no longer Rhode Island. This is like Insanity Island. Pedophile Island. You know, no, let's not use gender pronouns, right, in the schools. Providence schools, no more boy and girl. Remember, you should be ashamed of your color, what they did to our friend Ramona. Notice none of that is asked of the teachers unions. I love the fact that the nationwide, they are ripping Randy Weingarten, that tone-deaf, evil person, compares herself to a nun. <laughs> a nun, a nun, nuns were, nuns used to teach 50 kids in a classroom, and children learned how to write. Nuns didn't get paid. Nuns worked all day. Nuns didn't do lockdowns. Folks, it's all last fall. Teachers unions didn't want the kids back in the classroom. Right? Captain Creep, Bob Walsh, the rest of them. That cackle runs cover for. Well, we want to do it if it's safe. And blah, blah, blah. And folks, as many of you know, I covered the protest. The teachers writing out the will. I can't teach from the grave. Blah, blah, blah. All lies. It's all because they wanted more money. And Governor McKee is going to have to live with the fact and run on the record that he gave them a new deal. Despite the fact there are students in third world countries that perform better than the kids in Providence. Just think about that for a moment. Kids in, in schools in Haiti can do math better than children in Providence schools. Yeah, nice going, giving them a new contract. Great job, Governor. What do you do for an encore? Oh, that's right. You pick a lieutenant governor who voted to defund the police, who's in favor of open borders. You know, I've had it with that Matos. Oh, Rhode Island's ready to welcome all the new. I wanted to ask her about it, but oh, no, you're only given. You know, we have to ask someone who broadcasts to an audience of three. We got to give them 20 minutes to ask an eight minute question. Just to eat up the clock. As she tweeted at Ted Cruz, that Matos, Rhode Island's ready to welcome the new Americans that run across the river and get past the Border Patrol. Yeah, it time out. That's not a new American. That's a Haitian that ran past the Border Patrol is what that is. God almighty. Listen, if somebody escapes out of the ACI... It doesn't make them a Cranston resident. It makes them an escapee from the ACI. If someone breaks into your house in the middle of the night and lays down on the couch, it doesn't make them a house guest. It makes them an intruder, Lieutenant Governor Matos. If the Republican Party had just, it won't even take that much effort to defeat this crowd. The Biden team is going down in flames. Ramundo. I like how Ramundo first said, we're going to solve the, the supply crisis with all the ships off the coast of California. Then when she actually started to look into it and see that because they paid people to work, because of the Biden rules on unions, the fact that it can't really be fixed under this current dynamic, then she pivots and says, well, you know, it's not up to the government to solve the problem. Really, that's not what you said a month ago. I love her getting ripped to shreds on Face the Nation. Folks, the local media's crush on Ramundo must come to an end. Biden is in free fall right now. He is, I don't want to use the phrase dead man walking. I mean, I can't, and I'm not under, I'm not overestimating how big this victory is. Pelosi's going to be out. You know what that means? It means Cicilline is just... End of the line. The only one more useless than Cicilline is Langevin. And that's only because he's the defi- excuse me, definition of useless. God, what a crew they have. All coming to an end. It is. Good luck, Sleepy Joe. Yeah, why don't you go take another nap over in, uh, in Europe? Poopy pants Biden, as they call him, had an accident at the... Now, listen, and I understand, by the way, 
but you are the U.S. president. The Vatican, they're still having a good laugh over that, for crying out loud. George Washington, that wouldn't have happened to. No way. Not even crossing the Delaware. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by Senadale Revival. Stop in and see Shane. I am overdue for a couple of... I'm going to designate a driver and go to the Senadale. Have some of those delicious cocktails. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Great food, great staff. I walk in, one step right up to the bar. Boom. Comfort food, cocktails, Centerdale Revival, 2025 Smith Street, North Providence. Folks, what a glorious day. It didn't take long. Look at that. Biden administration in tatters. But I am telling you, in all seriousness, I am telling you, and I mentioned this last hour to Dan McGowan, and I don't know if everyone fully gets it, but I am telling you, this is a problem for Governor McKee. Um. Boy, how things have changed in a short amount of time. Back in July, I freely admit, I told a friend, I told a mutual friend, I said, I, I think the guy's like, he's like the new Joe Garrity. <clears throat> Meaning he just had a, a different way than Raimondo. And, and I thought he was going to kind of cruise to reelection. Not so fast now. My God, between the scandals, his fundraising was in half. I am telling you that lieutenant governor brings nothing to the table. I know he thinks she's going to help him win Providence, but how obnoxious Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos posted a picture of her on Twitter with Eric Adams, who was just elected mayor of New York. Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. Time out. Excuse me. He's a former police officer. Eric Adams is not a progressive. Eric Adams, the new mayor of New York who beat my friend Curtis Sliwa. He's not a progressive. He beat the progressive candidates. He said he will carry a gun as mayor of New York. She voted to defund the police, Lieutenant Governor Matos, and yet posts a picture of her with him. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, okay. Yeah, keep telling people that. Folks, it was, it was just so incredible with what happened. And I don't know, I don't, think, I don't think New Jersey is settled just yet. It is very, very close. I want to repeat, New Jersey was a, a state that Biden won by 16 points. Folks, Biden is hurting them. See, Governor McKee trying to run for office with an unpopular, and he won't know how to pivot. He won't. He's always, he mentioned it yesterday. He's always mentioning Biden's name. He doesn't even get it yet. Biden's going to be under 40%. Biden's going to be going to like Chafee territory, like 30%. Governor McKee is still caught up in the novelty of, well, you know, we, we got a phone call from President Biden. What? Why are you even admitting that? He should be denying it. He doesn't even get it yet. Biden is over. The Biden presidency is over. They're not going to get this spending package done. What? Not that it was, should have been done anyway. No, he's not accomplishing anything. This is going to be, you know, I love them saying massacre, bloodbath, whatever term you want to use. It's so great. Black Lives Matter failed in Minneapolis. Ha, ha, ha. They put a referendum for voters. Do you want to defund the police? No, blank you. Wrong. But the parents won last night. And it doesn't matter what the teachers want to do or the cackle want to do. Parents, you're saying, I don't want critical race theory in my public school. I don't like this business. There's no little boy or little girl. Everybody's gender neutral. If you're white, you're racist. If you're white, stand up and apologize. If you're white, your parents are racist, your grandparents are racist. Gee, what a surprise. Parents don't want that. And what is McKee and McAuliffe and Biden, the rest of them say, well, parents have no business being involved in the classroom. Really? Well, last night the parents said, well, guess again, we do have a right in the classroom. And we don't like, let alone, basically, the Rhode Island public schools, by the way, nothing is being taught. By and large. I'm not saying everybody. There's certain school districts, of course. That perform better than others. But by and large, I mean, nobody's learning. Nobody's learning. 
That's why I did ask Governor McKee yesterday. So Marty Walsh, trans, um, <clears throat> Labor Secretary, comes to Rhode Island. Oh, they bring him to New England Tech, and we're going to do this and that and everything. New England Tech is 32000 a year. Rhode Island, they send kids to CCRI for free. The Rhode Island students that go to CCRI for free, they have to take all remedial classes. Why? Because they can't do English. They can't write. They can't do math. So they take remedial courses. And then you have kids that are at CCRI. And they basically are able to do the work of like a 10th grader, right? 10th grader. So at CCRI... They're not taking college courses. They're trying to get them up to speed because they're doing math and English at the equivalent of a 10th grader. And then they're taking philosophy and astronomy and these other, you know, re- listen, you don't take those courses if you can't do basic math and read. So I asked the question, why doesn't Rhode Island have a technical school? Oh, that's great. Marty Walsh comes in. Listen, I've been to the New England Tech facility. By the way, New England Tech is a for-profit college. I repeat, it's a for-profit college. They pay very well. State of the art, find out how much some of their top administrators pay. No one talks about it. No one talks about it. But why doesn't Rhode Island have? See, I would actually be on board with the whole free tuition thing if, in fact... Rhode Island had a technical school, CCRI, and even Rhode Island College, for that matter, should be technical schools. Listen, there's nothing wrong with skilled labor. We need skilled labor. You know what Rhode Island could use? Good, high-paying, blue-collar jobs. All these kids that have trouble with math and English because the schools are so terrible, at the very least, teach them a skill. Why doesn't Rhode Island have? And, and to his credit, Governor McKee said, I think that's a good question. And he even talked about, you know, Rhode Island College is really suffering because so many people send their kids for free. The big Ramundo thing, the Rhode Island promise to CCRI for free. If someone is unable to read and write at college level, should they really be taking an astronomy class? You have someone who's a sophomore or freshman at CCRI, and they're doing the math in English of a 10th grader, and they're taking a philosophy course? Listen, abandoned ship. All that $1 billion that the governor has? Listen, have the state pump money. Give New England Tech some competition. You know what? If New England Tech had competition, I guarantee you they wouldn't be charging thirty-two grand for tuition. 32,000 to go to New England Tech. It's robbery. This is insanity. Why doesn't the state offer that? I understand URI. URI is in a different category. Then make Rhode Island College a technical school. Or make CCRI a technical school. If you're going to have all these kids coming out of Rhode Island high schools that can't read and write, at the very least, listen, there's a value to having skilled labor. Teach them how to do whatever. And then at least maybe they could get jobs. You know, when's the last time you went to have something fixed at your house or your business? It's expensive. And I've spoken to people. They can't find a mechanic. They can't, you know, find different people to. Those are good paying jobs. Or whatever. Electric boat. Sanity. When does it end? Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Now, I want to give a special shout out to our friend Michael. He's got some great products. He's going to have some new ones in. CBD Store Warwick, 1845 Post Road Warwick. Stop it and see Michael. A couple different things. Number one, if you want a great night's sleep, and I mean a great night's sleep. I'm talking like coma territory. Stop in. Tell Michael. you want, you got to mention the John DePietro Show. You get 25% off. 25% off. One of our listeners stopped in, spent 100 bucks. It was only 75 And do the math. It just continues that way. Think of that. Someone else spent 50 I mean, except it wasn't 50 It was less than 40 The CBD store. You want the Delta 8 gummies. Hemp and CBD. Everything natural. 
stop in and see Michael. And I'll tell you something for your pets. Now, at the CBD store, you can find them on um, 1845 Post Road Walk. Look for them on Facebook right across from Airport Plaza. And they he has things for if you're dealing with stress, and everybody is, or anxiety, or sleep, need a little something to help you sleep, or pain or seizure, you don't have to fight it alone. Stop in. He also has this tremendous CBD for pets. I've give, told a story. I started giving some of the droplets. Comes in these eye drops for young Rumsfeld, the little rummy. Folks, he's 15 years old in human years. That's 105 in dog years. Little rum had trouble on little Yorkie getting up the back steps on the deck. So instead, put some of this in his food, and the next thing you know, he's bouncing around like a little puppy. Stop it and see Michael. Remember, they'll mention the show, and it's 25% off. Now, they're open today. Right now, it's 1237. Stop in. Just check it out. Hemp and CBD, the CBD store. 1845 Post Road Work. Where's that? Right across from the airport, across from Airport Plaza, right off 95, the CBD store. Folks, as always, check the website, petro.com. By the way, we have a very special one after dark tonight. Very special one after dark. For those that like when we do Facebook Live at night, a very serious one and a special one tonight. Um, but make sure you visit the website, petro.com, which is brought to you by... End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll tell you, Dana does a great job. It's clean. It's family friendly. It's, uh, excuse me, folks. It is also, God bless me, my goodness. Juan doing a little cheap blow to celebrate last night. No, I'm just kidding. Um, End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road. Uh, no, I do not. I'm just kidding. I don't do coke. I just like the smell of it. Uh, 960 Menden Road. I'm joking. 960 Menden Road in Cumberland, uh, stopping karaoke Friday and Saturday nights. The NFL ticket, it's clean, friendly, and family-owned. You're going to love it. End Zone Sports Pub. Very special one after dark tonight. And I think we're starting a little bit earlier, like around 7. Uh, it's going to go for a little while, but a uh, very special one after dark. But, folks, again, I can't stress enough just how big this is. I'm going to get to some of the sound that we have. Let me just... Um, Check this. Uh, okay. Oh, wow. Here we go. Excellent. All right. So Saturday morning is this North Kingstown school committee meeting. Let's go to some of the highlights. You know, folks, I have to admit, last night I was actually laughing out loud watching MSNBC. Um, and I love the fact, folks, this was the decider. And by the way, Governor McKee. And uh, the teachers union people and the cackle and the rest of these people. Dan Pork is a big one. Parents should have no say in the classroom. Wrong again, Pork boy. Keep stuffing your face with that nonsense. This was Terry McAuliffe. This will be shown at Harvard, at uh, Harvard Kennedy School of Government. What not to say on the debate stage. And not to be knowledgeable about it. Also take them off the shelves. And I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. So, yeah, I've got to stop the bill that I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. But, you know, I get really tired. Well, the parents got to vote. The parents got to vote last night, Terry. Parents got to vote. Folks, what? What an attitude to have. Parents don't have the right. You don't have the right to tell the teacher and the school librarian that they should not have the book. Heather, you know, daddy has a roommate and Heather has two mommies and everything's gender neutral. And it's perfectly normal for young boys uh, to want to have sex when they're naked with a coach. Uh, you know, the parents had the final word last night. I also love this. Hey, Sabina Matos, lieutenant governor, who's in favor of defunding the police. That, that's what she voted for. She's on the record. Andrea Mitchell said, you know, the Democrats, Alorza, right? Tierra Mack, some of these other progressive nuts in the state. Maybe the defund the police message is not a strong one with the voters. The outcome in Minneapolis also reflects what Jim Clyburn warned back during 2020. That message about police and 
whether you call it defunding or reforming or becoming a public health safety department, it doesn't work with voters. Not in urban areas and probably not in other areas. Also, Gee, there's a new concept. Maybe people don't want to defund the police. Do you hear that, Matt Brown? Do you hear that, Cicilline? And the rest of these outrageous traitors? Langevin, well, I think it's time we re-look at police budgets. Yeah, not so fast, Langevin. Governor, Mc- Governor McKee, folks, we have it. I was there last fall. He attended an anti-police Black Lives Matter rally, defund the police rally in Barrington. He can try to live it down. He even spoke at the rally. He even spoke at it. Maybe voters don't want you to defund the police. You know, this is very, very impressive. I'm going to talk about it next hour. How about the new lieutenant governor in Virginia? A woman of color, former Marine. What an absolute star. Really fantastic. All right, let's go to some more of the highlights. ABC's John Carl and Good Morning America. Last night, a sonic boom to Cicilline McKee. And the Democrat Party. Let's hear it again. Hold on. Here we go. What a night for the Republicans here. It seems like the, sub- the suburbs have swung in both key states. George, this is a sonic boom of a wake-up call for Democrats. Uh, Biden won Virginia by 10 points just a year ago. He won New Jersey by 16 points. And the the big factor is the one you mentioned. Republicans vastly outperformed in the suburbs. That is precisely where the battle for control of Congress will be waged next year. Folks, how great is this? The suburbs are back. Let me play. You know, I was actually trying to watch some of this this morning, but I found it almost too annoying. Morning Joe. All he and Mika wanted to talk about were the Braves winning the World Series. Uh, it was comical to watch, but I love the phrase. And MSNBC's John Heilman, who I've actually interviewed, he wrote the book um, Game Change. He uses that word. The election was a bloodbath for Democrats. Let's, hold on. Let's hear it. Big time. Big time. Let's talk about a big time sweep, though. We haven't even talked about the scale of the landslide for Republicans in Virginia, John. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the governorship, the lieutenant governorship, the attorney general's uh, office. And, and I, I think it may still be slightly not totally certified, but they're, yeah, I think the Virginia House delegates. The House delegates is not going to go Republican. Can we just say that it's not a statewide Republican since 2009 when Bob McDonald was governor? At the Senate level, at the gubernatorial level, the state was bright blue right. yesterday. And now... As of January, next January, the state's going to be almost entirely in control of Republicans. Wow. And you know, that's a bloodbath. Well, and, and we'll leave that in a state that Dominic Democrats have dominated, dominated for the past right. decade. I got it. I just, I love the phrase bloodbath. I, I just do, because it just shows just how strong it is. Let's go to MSNBC, Joy Reid. Now, this was something that the teachers union was saying. Um, not on this radio station. On another station down the dial, that education, it's, a, it's, it's racist. If you're concerned about your child's education, that's a dog whistle. You're an, a racist. Folks, let them keep with the name calling. I am so sick of the name calling. Does that even mean anything anymore? There was a time that if you called someone a racist, it meant something. It doesn't even mean anything anymore. Here we go. The coronavirus, or that the virus was a very to many voters. It was education, which is code for white parents don't like the idea of teaching about race. And I mean, unfortunately, race is just the most palpable tool in the toolkit. Used to be of the Democratic Party back in the day when there were Dixiecrats, and now of the Republican Party. It just is powerful. I don't, I don't disagree with that, but I also think that you know the other thing that happens. You know, folks, is there anyone that wants to listen to that? That if you are concerned about education, it's because you're a racist. I, I cannot believe these people. But let them keep it up. Let them keep it up. And there's someone else on social media that tweeted, well, what happened last night is the country's just in, in love with white supremacy. Let the progressives continue to say that. Let the progressives that are trying to destroy the country 
that are trying to destroy Rhode Island, Massachusetts. Let them keep thinking that because the suburban voters are awake. I'll tell you, this governor of Virginia, he is very, very impressive. He won the suburban voters. He won in the suburbs. That's who put him over the top. Last November, they voted for Biden. They did. And I also want to be very clear, folks, at 1247, good afternoon, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. And this portion of our program, um, this portion of the show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Call them today. You know, the weather, this is good time of year to get your driveway paved. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Call them today for a free estimate, 401 732-1730, 732-1730, letter J, J. Perry Paving. And there's no one better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Every month, they give away a free driveway paved for a veteran. Licensed, insured, contracting company, it's letter J, J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing, free quote, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Folks, as always, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue, Westward. A great meal is waiting for you. I'll meet you for a great drink or dinner at the Coesed Inn or a nice snack. You know, last night, I can't emphasize enough... um, how the Rhode Island leaders, hear me out, right now it's 1248, and it's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Now, you can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Now, when I say that, when you log on to the website, on the upper left-hand side, you'll see where it says listen live. You click that, but then you also have to click the play button. And then you can get a hold of me. And folks, if you want to reach me, uh, a shop, uh, we, we have a shop. You can buy things and the merchandise in the shop or uh, advertise with the show, contact me, whatever it may be. It's all at the website, um, depetro.com. But I'm telling you, yesterday afternoon, as I was at that Governor McKee press briefing, um, <clears throat> the Rhode Island leaders are completely out of step with the rest of the country. Completely out of step with the rest of the country. And they're so smug about it. You know, yesterday, Governor McKee said, oh, you know, the protesters, they have a right, although I think they made my neighbors upset. That's a lie. I was there. No one bothered the neighbors there. They treated them. They never, that was a double standard when the protesters went to his house, the frontline workers. They never would have treated BLM that way. That was bull. But the media doesn't like the protesters. Folks, it's not your imagination. The bulk of the local media, they're fully in lockstep with McKee, with Biden, Raimondo. They regard uh, the governor of Florida, right, Governor DeSantis, as like he's like he's way out there. Right. And then just the way they all talked about Senator Cruz. You know, the lieutenant governor and Cicilline and McKee, they act, hear me out, this is important, they act like they have more in common with the illegals coming in here, the invasion from Guatemala, from the Haitians running in here. They have more in common with them than with someone like Texas Senator Ted Cruz. They're all about divisive politics. They're all about, you know, everything's got to be free. And it should be open borders. And defund the police. And parents have no right to talk about what's going on or any input in the schools. And everything's got to be gender neutral. And you have to embrace, uh, you know, what's your pronoun and the rest of that nonsense. They are all on board with that. They, they feel they have more in common with a bunch of Haitians that were in Peru and then made their way to Mexico and then ran across the Rio Grande or tried to pass our Border Patrol. They actually welcome them more than the brave Americans that are on 
you know, the Border Patrol that I interviewed in Washington. As Lieutenant Governor Matos calls them, Rhode Island has plenty of room for the new Americans. I wanted to ask her about that yesterday, except you're only given one that I don't know. Who came up with the concept and kind of get the idea of why they want to do a press briefing? I also, I'm not delusional. I know that they don't want my question. They don't want me to ask them about that Lieutenant Governor Matos of the McKean Matos administration is in favor of open borders. Who in her mind, who wants to defund the police in her mind that if one of those Haitians runs past a Border Patrol person, boom, you're a new American. Put him on a plane, fly him to Quonset. Put him in Rhode Island. As the Rhode Island leaders said to Biden, we'll take as many illegals as you can throw to Rhode Island. As Governor McKee uh, said to President Biden, Rhode Islanders love to pay for illegals to come in here. That's why, this, as Mayor Lorza said, oh yeah, everyone loves to bring in the illegals. Rhode Islanders love them. That's why there's 60,000 of them on the voter rolls. Now, but folks, I'm also, it's not lost on me that in that race in Virginia, illegal aliens, illegal immigration was not one of the top issues. Now, granted, they're not a sanctuary state the way Rhode Island is. So I think that might have something to do with it a little bit. But the number one issue in Virginia right now, two big issues. COVID was three. Top issue was education. Folks, who in Rhode Island right now is happy with the public school system? It's, it's, I want to be very clear about something at 1253. And I say this as now I was not a product of the public schools. And... Uh, you know, my parents sent myself and my siblings to Catholic school. I went to St. Paul's school, then I went to Bishop Edward. So I'm not a product. Now, my children had a very good experience within the public schools. So, but you have to be involved, and it depends on your school system and so forth. But by and large, right, by and large, most school districts, especially in the northern part of the state, whether it be Woonsocket or whether it is Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls, by and large, the public school system in Rhode Island, it can't be fixed. It's, 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 it's ridiculous and a misnomer to even say, you know, it needs to be improved. It's not going to improve. It's, it's broken. It needs to be dismantled. There need to be other options and choices in other states. If Governor McKee was really serious about improving education... He would do what they do in other states. In the state of Florida, if a school is deemed a failing school, and let's just be really specific about it, Woonsocket High School would be considered a failing school based on test scores. If that happens and a school is designated a failing school, boom, a charter school immediately has the right to open to give parents another option. Something else that Rhode Island should do that they won't do, not under this governor. But that should be that, let's just say you live, as an example, in Woonsocket. And you say, you know what, I don't want to send my child to that failed high school. And it is. It's a failed high school. It is. And there's several. There's a number of them in Rhode Island. But let's just stick with that one for a moment. What really should happen is if you send your child to Mount or another school or some private school or wherever, the tax money that you were going to send to Winsocket High School should go to the private school. That would improve education. The only thing that's going to improve education is competition. You know, they, they're trying Band-Aids in Providence. It's not going to work. How long are people supposed to listen that they're going to improve this? This is a joke. People have been talking about fixing the public school system in this country, in this state, since the 70s. It's 2021. Does anyone really think that? Does anyone really think they're going to turn that around? They're not going to. Abandon ship. So if you're a parent. Now, what's interesting, what happened was primarily it's, it's Democrats that owned education as an issue. 
And there is an opening right now. So if you're listening right now, you need to get involved with your school committee. It starts there. You know, when they talk about running for office, people think about town council or city council or be a state rep or state senator. I'm telling you, the real battle needs to be at the school committee level, where for years the unions had their members go dictate. A lot of people would run unopposed school committee, like that Mike Trafficani in Cranston would run unopposed. And gee, what a, what a shock. Every year, Cranston schools would get worse and worse. No more sports at Parkview. No more ninth grade sports. No more JV sports. No more honor classes. We need more money, more money for teachers, for retirements, for pensions, for every year selling out the kids, selling out the parents. And selling out the special interests. So last night, I'm going to say, folks, I think last night, I haven't been that, I have not been that excited really since President Trump won in 2016. And it's that monumental. It is absolutely that monumental. And I also want to play the sound. This was on CNN. We're saying we're seeing the enduring power of the culture wars, white identity politics. That's what they're saying. I think we also see the enduring power of the culture wars, and the Republicans are better at playing this game because it's essentially white identity politics. That works for Republicans. We saw it in 2016, uh, and we're seeing it in some of these races now, particularly uh, in the McAuliffe race with the CRT issue uh, in education. All right, we're good. We're good. We'll we'll, uh, You know, that is such nonsense uh, on CNN. But, folks, hear me out. There is an opening here. Now, next hour, again, we go until 2 o'clock. We have a lot more sound to get to. I'm also going to update you on the North Kingstown situation. And I don't get Governor McKee giving uh, the Education Commissioner a new contract. Her contract's not even up yet. She's claiming she has other job offers. Let her go. But, you know, on the one hand, she's failed. The other hand, if the teachers union hate her, uh, she can't be all that bad, but she she is a big proponent of critical race theory, uh, which is very divisive. But there is I'm going to talk next hour. There's a real opportunity if the Rhode Island Republican Party will embrace culture issues and stop being a punching bag at the state house for all these you know spending bills. But right next hour is radio only, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now we're going to break for uh, the one o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. Folks, the power hour is next. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show.